This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 79 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. I'm Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sofia Yagela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association. WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. The advanced registration deadline is coming up. Sophia is here today. And Sophia, can you give retailers a sneak peek into what they can expect at the upcoming WESA trade show? Yes, the pre-registration closes just after the holidays on December 27th. And again, buyers can sign up online at wesatrecho.com to get their badges and vouchers mailed to them instead of waiting in line at the trade show. But once they are at the WESA trade show, WESA exhibitors can be found mainly on the 11th and the 14th floor. Kristen pulled some numbers for us, and as we are sold out, we're excited to announce that we'll have over 210,000 square feet of exhibit space, so lots to discover. Is there something new that you can share with us about the upcoming trade show that we didn't previously have? Yes, so of course, we will be celebrating the 100th anniversary and there will be an opening event on Thursday night. But then we also have some daily parties throughout the trade show. So there will be two on Thursday and one on Friday. And then again, two on Saturday and closing out with one on Sunday. And then many of our exhibitors are also celebrating the anniversary with events and also specials in their, bo- in their booth or showroom. And we'll have a second picture opportunity in the atrium And again, the atrium is located on the first floor. And lastly, there will be COVID testing on site and you would get the results within 24 hours. I think Mike and I should sign up for all those parties she just listed. Yeah, we can be good at those parties. (laughs) It will be a good time. I was writing that Thursday, Friday. I've got it down. Um, Sophia, where can buyers find all of the information? All of that will be available on the monitors throughout the trade show and also on social media and the WESA trade show app. David Baker, who was named the 2022 Bill Shackelford Salesperson of the Year, was born in West Texas, the son of an oil field worker who moved from job to job. So David attended 12 different schools from the first through the 12th grade. He and his wife, who he met in college, moved to El Paso, where he taught school until he started his Western wear sales career with the Tony Lama Boot Company. Later, he opted to represent both American Hat and Twisted X, but in 2015 became a full-time rep for American Hat. As he enters his 50th year in the business, we ask him about the past and the future of the business. One of the many great podcasts on the Horse Radio Network is Rain In Your Herd, a show produced by April Hardiman and Laura Langfit and targeted to those folks in the business side of the equine industry. Here's more about that show. Hi, I'm April. 
And I am Laura, and we are the hosts of the Rain in Your Herd podcast. Where we help with building an online presence for your equine business. So this can include online marketing, social media, blogs, YouTube, online memberships, courses, Facebook ads, and websites. We give you the tips you need to dive in on these subjects and also interview other equine business owners who are doing it well. We have a lot of fun doing it. So we hope to see you over on Rain in Your Herd. David Baker, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate the opportunity. Now, also on behalf of all the cast here that you've been talking about, congratulations on being named the Bill Shackelford Salesperson of the Year. That's a great honor. Uh, and especially it recognizes what you've contributed to the Western wear world in 49 years and going into your 50th. Well, thank you. I, I'm truly humbled and anything that I might have uh, accomplished was due to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'll give him all the glory for it. Well, we would do, but we bet you did a little work along the way. Now, I was looking at your background. You, because your dad was in the oil uh, field business, moved around, you really went to 12 different schools in 12 years? Oh, yes, in, in less than 12 years. <laughs> My goodness, that must have been an interesting experience to uh, meet a whole new bunch of schoolmates and classmates uh, every year that you went to school. It was really a, a wonderful experience. So, And then, as I remember, you met your wife in college. Then you ended up going to El Paso. You're going to be a school teacher. And somehow you went from teaching school to selling Western wear. Can you give us a little bit of how that happened? Yes. Uh, my wife uh, had gone to work for the Tony Lama Boot Company in the uh, – customer service department they had uh, told me that a salesman by the name of buddy shepler was coming in to look for an assistant to help him in his territory i set up an interview with buddy and uh, almost 50 years later here i am my guess is it's going to work out, David. <laughs> I, think, I don't think there's much of a doubt about that. Uh, but my guess is selling Tony Lama boots uh, 50 years ago was a little different in the process and the procedures than it is today. What was it like back then when you signed on as an assistant salesperson were going out on the road to sell Tony Lama boots? Well, uh, at the time, Tony Lama only had eight in stock styles, so that meant that all the other boots that we sold were makeup boot products, and we put those styles together either from our experience or requests from the store owners. I was very fortunate. My, my largest account was uh, in a town in Crowell, Texas, a man by the name of Ezra Fish. He had Fish's department store, and Ezra sold to all the cowboys uh, up in that part of the country. And uh, 
he did one well of a job. How, he, how many lines did he carry? And how, what kind of stock did he uh, carry? Did you have to make sure that he had back then? Uh, Ezra probably carried about uh, 200 different pairs of boots, and he turned them very quickly. Uh, and like I said, they were all cowboy cowboy boots. These were the guys that worked on the branches like the pitchfork and the four sixes. And Ezra, when he had you style something up, it had to fit his cowboys. How big a territory did you cover then? And how long did it take you to get around and get through it? Everything to the Oklahoma border, the next New Mexico border, the Arkansas and Louisiana borders. Well, it sounds like you were a busy fellow. How many retailers in that two or three month period uh, did you call on? Uh, between Roughly. 250 and 300 accounts. My goodness. And you were able to keep track of all of those, which is probably why you're the salesman of the year now. What would you see as you now you're entering your 50th year? What were the major milestones in the change of the business, whether it's the way that Tony Lama and the brands do business or whether it's the way the retailers do business? Because you began three months covering 200 retailers. And I imagine today those retailers can be covered in a different way, but you've got a perspective that at least, at least a lot of, of the young salesmen have. What are the major milestones or the major developments that you've seen so far in that business? Well, we, we've seen a, a growth in the uh, large corporate accounts, uh, I've got quite a few less mom and pop type stores, uh, less shoe repair, boot repair stores. Uh, there's a lot of computers involved today that we didn't have back 50 years ago. Uh, you had pencil and paper. We had pencil and paper. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and stamps. <laughs> Lots of stamps. <laughs> so the computers have come along. That's made a difference. Obviously, online sales have made a difference. Somewhere along the line there, you segued out of the boot business. Well, not totally, because you then split your time with American Hat and a Twisted X. Um, and that was roughly, what, how long ago would that have been? And what was that like? Well, after I left Lama the first time, I uh, actually went to work for a Rio or Mercedes boot company ah. uh, from the Rio Grande Valley. Myself and one other salesman helped them start the Anderson Bean Boot Company, and uh, we did the pioneering for it. Then back to Lama, uh, Justin Industries, and then to uh, Ariat Boot Company. We left area. We started the Twisted X boot company. Oh. And I worked for them and American Hat uh, from 2005. And uh, I stopped working for Twisted X in 2015. And uh, I've been blessed to work with the American Hat company for the last 17 years. 
So the you've gone from the boots to the, the hat on the top of your head. <laughs> the, yes, the two most iconic items that really set a person off as a cowboy. Boots I think you're probably hat. right. And uh, <laughs> Casey, uh, she knows about boots and she knows about hats. Uh, join in here. Well, between cowboy boots and hats, I can only imagine the people that you've had the privilege of working with through your vast journey. And I would just love for you to share some of those people that you have worked alongside and with and some experiences. I would have to say the the Tony Lama family. Then when I went to work for the Rios for Mercedes companies, uh, I worked with Trainer Evans, Jody Evans. Pat Moody, and then for Mr. John Justin, I went to work with uh, Beth Cross at Ariat. Myself and a few other men helped Beth get over into the western side of it a little bit more than what she was. Um, she's done very well. She is one of the top marketing people that I've got to work with in this industry. I've also got to work with uh, Sam Lucchese, who had come to work for Lama when he had sold the Lucchese Boot Company. And I tried to spend every moment I could with Sam Lucchese. He was a complete dictionary, an encyclopedia, whatever you want to say, <laughs> on boot making. And uh, when I left uh, Ariat, uh, Bob Frazier and myself and a few others started the Twisted X Boot Company and uh, Bob was another one of those marketing geniuses <laughs> and uh, a great, great, great boot maker and a wonderful friend. I've, I've been so blessed over the years uh, to work with Iconics in the industry uh, and and a horde of others that were yeah. just excellent salesmen, excellent boot people, and just good people in general. Sure. I also got to work at Llama with Keith Maddox. And as you know, Keith owned and, and ran the American Hat Company until his death. Uh, about two and a half years ago, and uh, what a great individual he was. And mm -hmm. we're blessed to have Keith Monday, the president of our company, and and uh, Stan Redding, uh, vice president of the company, and Susan Maddox, who is running the company today. I would certainly say you have worked alongside and, and met and been involved with so many notable names. I just want to go back and touch on a couple people that you mentioned and um, you made mention specifically that they were very good at marketing. And I always find it interesting, somebody like yourself that has been in the industry for so many years and you've had to evolve in so many different ways, especially with marketing. Um, it certainly was not the same when you started as it is now, but I would love to hear why you deemed Bob Frazier and Beth Cross as two very, very good marketing people. When Beth came into the business, 
No one in the Western industry knew anything about her. She took televisions and put them in many of the stores and ran Ariat uh, ads and focused on the different um, aspects of her product as opposed to existing products that were out there. Uh, she brought uh, shoes more into the Western area, especially for women and some for men. And later on, quite a, quite a bit more for men. And, uh, I would have to say that she took the Western industry by surprise when she did that. And she took a huge part of the marketplace. She's, truly a unique person. She studies the, the products, the situation that's out there for us, the uh, market itself. Uh, Bob Frazier came in after Beth and introduced products and he had been introducing products when he worked for Justin that were non Western per se, uh, Chukka boots. And, uh, then when, uh, he started the twisted X company, uh, he continued that side of it. And, and we, uh, he and I would design the Western boots and the shoes and, uh, comfort was an issue for both of these people and still is today. And many of the other boot companies have uh, taken on this comfort issue. And as for me, especially getting older and uh, after 50 years on the road, I'm looking for comfort. So I, th I think most of our women are looking for comfort, are looking for styling, uh, new innovations, uh, the driving mock out of Twisted X, the Western-looking work boots that came out of Twisted X, and the authentic look of the working cowboy that came out of Twisted X. That was what Bob reintroduced into the, the Western field. But both of these people were very, very good at what they did. And I'm just blessed to have been able to work with them and see what they could do. For all of the great bootmakers that were before them, myself and Beth and Bob are certainly standing on their shoulders. Achieve any greatness that we might have received. You know, nobody does it by themselves. Hundreds and hundreds of people that make these boots, that ship these boots, that work in the offices can see so much further sure. than the end of their noses, let's say. Yes. They can yeah. see into the distance and they've mm -hmm. done a marvelous job. Yes, complete visionaries. And not only does it take 
so many people, but it takes all of those people working well together uh, simultaneously. But I know I can hear Mike has a, a question. He's wanting to jump in here. Well, I, I just had one question. Twisted X, I mean, we've had Twisted X on our show. I've known their people uh, for a long time. You were there on the ground floor. Most of the major boot lines, Ariat is an exception, carry a family name. And here comes Twisted X. And I'm really curious as to where the Twisted X name came from. Twisted X comes from barbed wire. Right. And you have the barb that's twisted. And uh, when Bob and I were trying to come up with a name for the company, both of us had X. We wrote it down on a piece of paper. And uh, the barbed wire is just part of the Western industry. It's exactly, you know, we today we could not live without it. And that was Bob's baby right there, Twisted X. Well, it so. certainly is a great name. It's easy to remember. You don't forget it once you hear it. It sets the brand apart from some of the others. But I've always wondered. I knew that it had to do with barbed wire, but I didn't realize that uh, the two of you sat down and uh, came up with that name. And congratulations to you on that. Well, no wonder like you're the Shackleford person of the year. <laughs> Let's well, talk about I, I, going forward, if we can, David, because <clears throat> you've been sure. in this business for a long time. What advice do you have or would you have for a young guy or gal starting out as a rep uh, for one of the uh, Western brands? What would be different? What would you tell them that you've learned to not only product knowledge, but attitude uh, and desire and all those things that have earned you this recognition? Um, what would you tell them to do to be successful if they want to be in the Western wear world? Well, I, I think in the Western wear world, most of our people uh, – or have a Christian attitude and put God first, your companies that you represent, and your dealers on an even keel. You've got to do it for both of those because it's a marriage. And your relationship with those people that you sell to daily, uh, you, you've got to have that close working relationship and and for companies uh, you know as salesmen we only know as far as shipping abilities and things like that what the company tells us so we've got to rely on them we also have to give them feedback so they know what to plan for for the coming year. I've, I went through, uh, urban cowboy. Uh, I was blessed that year. I, I, I sold over $11 million worth and, and got 6.4 million shipped. Today we're in a very similar situation. We can sell a lot more than we can ship both in the boot business, in the hat business, in the clothing business, 
we are dependent on other countries today. And maybe we have been all along, but more so today. And, and we've got to learn to be more independent and more American. The, the cowboy that, that the Western hat industry uh, idolizes and the boot business idolizes uh, comes from that Christian attitude. It's uh, to put God first. And I would always tell a young person to do that and then his family. Uh, my wife and I have been married for 53 and a half years. And as a salesman, uh, the road is tough but it's just as tough on the wife or if it's the reverse on the husband, if they're at home and, uh, just tell those that you love, you love them. Tell those that you appreciate that you appreciate what they do. That's all the boot makers, all the hat makers, all the, all the people that are on your team, all all your accounts that you work with, give them the honest truth as you know it. And then they can make the decisions that they have to make to uh, succeed in their stores. I, I guess that's it. Well, that sounds like a, uh, a good set of advice, and I have a feeling that that is uh, what's enabled you to be a success to the point uh, that you've earned the Shackleford salesperson uh, recognition. And again, uh, we on the Wisdom of Wisa show would like to congratulate you for that. We appreciate you taking the time to review from your first uh, time on the road for Tony Lama to what we're looking at uh, here in uh, 2021 going forward. And we wish you the best of success in your 50th year. Well, thank you very much. If, if the good Lord is willing, I'll be around another year. Well, I we believe he will be, and we hope you will be. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And, I certainly appreciate the opportunity. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found on our website, wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on the website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. Wessa, where the industry meets.